coming with me, man. The Soho Brolo Podcast. He's going to say that a lot. Welcome back to the Solo Brolo Podcast. I'm your boy, Don Piano. This is episode number 20. The fuck's up, dudes? Yeah, I'm back, bro. I didn't fucking die. How about that? I know you're sitting there like, I'm sad. Where's the Solo Brolo podcast? It's here, motherfuckers. It's here now, right now, with your boy, Don Piano. What's up, everybody? Um, yeah, it's been a minute, right? Like, um, I don't know, three or four months now? Three months? Whatever the last time I, I released one was? Um, let's just get right into it, man. I broke my motherfucking back, you know? I broke my back. Spinal. I broke my back. Spinal. Yeah, like, that's that's bad stuff, dude. Um, yeah, that's what happened, man. A lot of you know. Um, I was very vocal about social media, on social media, excuse me, about the whole process. Um, tons of you reached out. I want to get this, I'll get this crap out of the way first before we get into it. Um, first of all, thank you to every single person that reached out, came to visit me in the hospital, called me, texted me, FaceTimed me, sent me gifts, donated to the GoFundMe. Jesus Christ, man. I'm going to be real with you right now. My GoFundMe raised $5,000. Um, and that's everybody who donated, anybody listening, you probably donated. Thank you so fucking much, man. Um, from the bottom of my heart, because that literally saved my life. Um, <clears throat> I didn't have a lot of money in my bank when this happened. I had just gotten paid from work. So it's like, I didn't have another paycheck coming. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and it took like a solid 60 days before I got anything from the state disability office regarding any kind of money. Um, so that money helped pay my rents, my insurance, my carpet, I mean, everything. So thank you guys so much. Um, anybody who donated, if you know someone who did donate, you know, they don't listen, send them my thanks. I mean, I thanked everybody personally, but yeah, man. Um, it, it was amazing to see everybody who I did comedy with for the last couple of years really come out and just have my back and be supportive. And um, yeah, man, I cried a lot in the hospital, you know, from just that stuff, people hitting me up and telling me how much they cared and, and checking on me constantly. You know, there's a lot of people out there that were constantly texting me every day, calling me every time, you know, a couple of days a week and make sure I'm okay. So that stuff really got me through the hospital, man. Um, now let's talk about that shit. What a fucking month, bro. Jesus Christ. August 5th, 2022 will forever be the day that your boy spent seven hours on his fucking hands and knees, bro, and I was not doing porn. <laughs> you know, so I've had this back condition since I was like 17. I got diagnosed with it, right? And like over the years, it's, you know, it's been sore, whatever, but I never had like any huge problems, right? Like I was going to the gym when I was younger in my 20s and stuff. And like I used to play sports, I used to play basketball, <clears throat> you know, so like I, I just lived a normal life, you know? Um, that morning though, I, as I'm walking into work, <clears throat> um, it was just like any other normal day, you know, like any other normal amount of back soreness I had, which was just like, I lived with a kind of a sore back every day. It wasn't like the biggest deal. You know what I mean? Like if you guys hung out with me, you'd probably hear me be like, Oh, my back's a little stiff today. Like it was pretty much every day. Right. So like just any other normal day, you know, um, although this day I'm walking up to the door to go to work and my foot catches on like a crack in the sidewalk. Usually not a big deal. Right. Well, today it was, <laughs> um, I'm a 270 pound person. I'm six foot two seventy. If you've never met me, I'm a large man falling 
not usually an option I'm willing to take. <laughs> I'm not trying to crack the earth. You know what I'm saying, dog? Like, so I stumbled on this crack. I take a few hard steps because I'm like, bro, do not fucking fall because that's going to hurt, right? Um, take a couple hard, step, couple hard steps, feel a pop in my back, took one more step. Your, dude, your boy hit the fucking ground, but my legs just gave out. I don't know if you've ever had that experience before where all of a sudden your legs work and then they don't work. <clears throat> Not fun, dude. I couldn't move, right? I was on my hands and knees doggy style on the, on the ground, like on the sidewalk in front of my work, right? And a coworker just happens to be coming around the corner. He hears me like pretty much screaming in pain at this point. And he's like, oh my God, dude, are you okay? <clears throat> I'm like, dude, no, something's severely wrong with my back. Like I can't stand up. I can't bend I was on my hands and knees for hours because, dude, <clears throat> all right, like, I'm stubborn, right? I'm, like, not going to call a fucking ambulance. Like, I've just had, like, some kind of back problem here, like a spasm or, you know what I mean? Like, in my head, I'm thinking, like, wow, this has to pass, right? Like, it has to pass. It doesn't pass. <laughs> I actually end up calling my old roommate, who's a good friend of mine, and I ask if she has any muscle relaxers because she's had back surgery in the past. She's like, yeah, I have bunch of them she brings them down to my work i take a few of them thinking like dude i'll just loosen this up i'll stretch like probably go home for the day maybe go like see a doctor see what's going on see a chiropractor something you know but like that never happens she brings the pills but they do nothing like now we're hour like now we're like i think like four hours into this to the point where i'm like dude Okay, I guess call fucking ambulance, right? So like my now I got one of my bosses outside who's like, we're gonna call an ambulance and we're gonna get this taken care of and you know we'll get it filed under work, workers comp and all this shit. And I'm like, workers comp, I'm outside the but whatever. You know, like, at that point, dude, like I'm in so much pain. I'm like, just get me to a fucking hospital, man. Like I guess at this point, like and the whole time I'm thinking this, the whole time I'm thinking. Just give me some fucking drugs, dude. Just get me in there. Give me some muscle relaxers or whatever. Like, let's stretch me out. I have no idea the severity of what's happening right now. None. This is new. It's foreign, dude. I'm, the whole time I'm just thinking like, I, maybe I pulled a muscle. I'm definitely, I'm thinking I pulled a muscle, right? Or like tore a muscle or like something pretty gnarly. We're like, all right, I'm going to have to go spend the day at the doctor's. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be a shitty, I'll probably have to take a week off of work to recover from it. No, dude, <laughs> no. <laughs> so just so, just so you understand like how bad it was, I literally had to ride in the fucking ambulance on my hands and knees, bro. On my hands and like the guy, like I'm on the sidewalk, right? And like the paramedics get there and they're pretty fucking young, man. They're like in their very early 20s, like 21 to 23. And one of them is to be a fireman. He's not even supposed to fucking be there. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, can you get on the stretcher? And I looked over at him on my hands and fucking knees. And I went, hey, dude, you think if I could be doing anything else right now, I would be? And he was like, you know what? That's a good point. And I was like, yeah. It's like, okay, let's get like, so like, dude, I had to crawl over on the, like the little, like they have like this rubber plastic thing that sits on the stretcher and they put it on the ground and I have to like kind of crawl over onto it. And he puts me up on the stretcher and then straps the my back of my calves down. And he's just like, all right, man, like, I guess I'll just like, hold on to you. So like the whole way we're on the way to the hospital, he's just like holding the belt loop in my shoulder to make sure I don't shift around. Dude, <clears throat> every time I move at all, my whole back seizes up. You ever had a Charlie horse? 
You know what I'm talking about? Like when your calf cramps up, like in the middle, sometimes it happens in the middle of the night and you're like, whoa, it's like people tell you that you need to eat bananas when it happens, right? Like one of those things, like your muscle just like squeezes in on itself. Like it's Arnold Schwarzenegger grabbing his maid's ass, you know, just like, Argh. it hurts, dude. It hurts bad. That's what's happening from the middle of my back all the way down to my butt. Every time I move at all, bro, every muscle that exists back there squeezes tight, bro, like hardcore, like harder than OJ squeezed his hand to swell it up so it wouldn't fit in that glove that hard, bro, that hard. Like it hurt like a motherfucker in any, any movement. So like the whole way there, dude, it's just like bump, back spasm, bump, back spasm. And the whole time I'm like sweating bullets. This dude's just sitting there like, hey, man, you all right? And I'm like, no, I'm not all right. <laughs> like, you don't have any drugs in here? He's like, I have no drugs in here, man. I'm sorry. And I'm like, fuck. <clears throat> we get to the emergency room. I spent another, I don't know, I think like six hours in the emergency room. No lie. Like I almost, I think I actually spent the night in the emergency room because it was the next day that they got me into a fucking bed. Like, so I could actually be admitted to the hospital. Right. Just keep in mind. This whole time up until then, I'm still just thinking like, man, like, I don't know what's wrong. Let's get an x-ray. I just want to get out of here and go home. I was in the fucking hospital for 20 days. <laughs> like 20 days, dude. I thought I just had a pulled muscle, bro. <laughs> the like second day I'm in the hospital, right? Like they get an MRI done. Um, and like finally they figure out what's going on. And the doctor comes in and he's like, all right, man, <clears throat> keep in mind. I don't even know what's wrong with me yet. I'm sitting in this fucking hospital bed doped up on literally heroin. So I'm just like chilling, bro. The first like two or three days in the hospital was a complete absolute like Keith Richards blur, dude. I was so fucking high. It was so cool, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, bro. Like if you're in that much pain, there is pain medication that will make you not be in pain like at all. Like, I sat there for a minute, just, like, numbed the fuck out, and I was just like, hell yeah. Like, you can't do anything or go anywhere or exist in society. I mean, some people do. I don't know how they fucking do it, but it feels good. Like, it's such a relief to know that, like, there's some dope-ass drugs out there that, like, if your back's eating itself alive, you could take that shit, and it'll make you feel good. Um, fentanyl, pretty fucking dope, right? <laughs> don't do it on the street at all, please, ever. <laughs> Not good. Like, in the hospital, fentanyl? Dope. If you could find a reason to get in there and get some of that, like, ask for it. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea or not, but, like, hint at it or whatever. <laughs> What's that stuff? Mac Miller died. Can I get that? <laughs> so, yeah, dude. Anyways, but anyways, so we're a couple of days in the, in the hospital, and I'm just sitting there, and the doctor comes in to go over the results, and he's like, all right, man, well, here's what we're going to do. We're waiting for a bed to open up in Newport so we can get you surgery. I'm like, excuse me, surgery? <laughs> like, I was like, dude, could you just tell me, like, what the hell is happening right now? Because, like, I was just going to work the other day. Like, <laughs> and then now I'm here and I'm on a lot of drugs and you're telling me I need fucking surgery? Keep in mind, the whole time, I am fully aware I do not have medical insurance. Yeah. You're going to find me. You're going to love the irony in this. It was too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we gotta play like the what's the Kirby enthusiasm music? Yeah, it was a little too expensive. Not as expensive as the five hundred thousand dollar medical bills I'm gonna be looking at now, but then it was a little bit pricey monthly through my employer. 
I would like, I just didn't have the money to do it. It was like 300 something dollars a month. And I was like, bro, like I don't have extra income like for that. You know what I mean? Like that's like, that's more than my car payment. You know what I mean? So like I skipped the health insurance and this is what happens. Um, so, but yeah, he tells me surgery and then I have the mini heart attack from like knowing how expensive that's going to be. Um, and then they moved me to, from Irvine to Newport, uh, Hoke hospital in Newport. But like before, so like before that, like if the whole thing was, I was at Irvine for like, I think a week, like four days, something like that. And, uh, the whole time, like I was on so many drugs, like I could get up and walk around, but I couldn't do anything. Right. So like, I couldn't bend over, like, like taking a shit would have been really hard. I wasn't eating anyways. I wasn't like that, that hungry because uh, of all the pain medications, like it curbs your appetite like crazy. That's why tweakers are skinny. Um, <clears throat> I found out, uh, <laughs> I think I also lost 30 pounds in the hospital because they weren't letting me eat most of the time. And I also had like no appetite cause I was so drugged up. So that was a good diet. I think I gained most of it back. Um, <laughs> the whole, the whole time I can like function in there, but I can't like do much by myself. You know what I mean? It's like, I'll get out of bed, but like, dude, listen, like I took a shit one time and I could not wipe my own ass, bro. Like there was no bending or twisting was not happening. And, uh, I'm in Irvine, California, beautiful Irvine, California. And, uh, I asked the nurse for assistance in doing this task. And, um, she comes in and brings in with her, I don't know, like an eight, like some 23 year old blonde model nurse. And I'm like, bro, you had to bring a friend to this occasion. Like (laughs) she's like, well, she has to learn. I'm like, can she learn another day or another lifetime? Like, bro, I don't want, it was the most embarrassing thing I've ever experienced in my entire adult life. Having to literally stand up with a walker in front of you and slightly bend as much as you can. And then have a young woman wipe your ass. I was like, cool. I'm 90. Uh, my life's over. Um, and like while we're here, you can just chop my dick off while you're at it. Cause no one's gonna want to fuck me again. Like this is terrible. <laughs> God forbid. And my own girlfriend had to wipe my ass too. So that was God bless her soul, you know, because I don't know how she still wants to do it with me. I dude, I don't know, man. It was the grossest experience of, of my life. Like if, having to have someone wipe your ass for you is like top 10 of like the worst things ever. It's like Numbers one, one through four, like you like it. It sucks. It hurts your ego. It hurts everything, bro. Like plus, like you know, you don't want to be naked in front of these chicks you don't know. Your girlfriend's in the room. This is a really bad threesome. You know what I mean? Like, like they don't even put a finger in there. They just wipe it, and they're not even that good at it either, dude. Like I gotta tell them, like, hey man, fucking get in there. You know what I mean? Like treat it like it's your own. Get <laughs> scoop. You got to scoop. Get in and scoop. Get in and scoop. Scoop. Get it out. You know what I mean? Like, I hope you guys are eating right now. <laughs> you know what this episode's about when you're listening to it. So you knew the poop was coming, right? Like poop, it was coming. Um, so anyways, they moved me to Newport. I'm trying to like be concise about this. Cause like, I know I can ramble. I'm, I know I'm a rambler, but um, I don't want to bore you guys with it. Cause it's a long fucking story. So I go to the other hospital. They schedule me for surgery. Um, that sucked ass. I woke up after surgery screaming in pain because these idiots didn't give me enough drugs. Like, there's so remember earlier when I was saying there's enough drugs to keep you from being in pain? There are. They didn't give them to me that first time. They gave me ba- like very little drugs. So I woke up in excruciating pain. I was in pain for like six hours straight after that. Like excruciating, like please kill me pain. So they finally like adjusted and got my drugs right. And then I was like doped for like four days after that. Like... Jesus, 
I'll tell you guys something though, man. Like it's really weird. Um, it's like I had the first surgery, and then five days later, I had the second surgery. Like right when I'm about to recover, dude. Like they come back in, they're like, "Ready to fuck you up again, bro? You ready?" I'm like, "Dude, I don't know, man, but I need more drugs." Like. I literally told the doctor before the surgery, I was like, hey, man, y'all didn't give me enough drugs last time, and I need you to, like, triple the amount of drugs here because I woke up in pain, and the guy's like, don't worry, dude. I'm pretty sure my anesthetist uh, or anesthetist, I don't fucking know, the guy that puts you to sleep, I'm pretty sure that guy was, like, a rave kid or something back because, like, he was like, oh, dude, I'm gonna, he's like, I gave you ketamine, morphine, uh, fentanyl, and something else. I don't remember. Dude, it was whatever the cocktail of drugs was, I felt fucking good, bro. I woke up after that one and I was like, you guys going to do this surgery or what, dude? Chop a leg off while you're at it. Don't even put me to sleep. <laughs> I felt so good, dude. Yeah. And then um, came the following weeks of not being able to move, not being able to get out of bed on my own, peeing in the little urinal, which let me tell you something, that urinal thing is pretty dope. I tried to keep one afterwards and... Um, you know, girlfriend wouldn't let me keep it, which is a bummer. But, dude, those are you like you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh my god, I have to pee so fucking bad. And then you have this thing that's like this curved bottle with this big opening. It's literally made for your peanut. You you like put it in there and then you pee and then you close it up and it doesn't spill anywhere. Like, bro, it was pretty dope. Like, I'm gonna be real. Like, there was times in the hospital I probably could have gotten out of bed to go pee, but I was like, fuck this. I'm just gonna use this thing. Like, it's so convenient. I did not use the bedpan though, because that's gross. Um, I also didn't poop for like two weeks straight because, dude, this so Dilaudid is like pretty much like hospital heroin, dude. And they give you a fuck ton of it. That's what they had me on, like nonstop. It, like on a clock or whatever. Like I forget how many. It was like four to six hours or seven hours or something like that. However many off. Like they would give it to me when they could. Uh, like I was like on it. A bag. Like would keep track of it because I was in so much pain. Um, but they would like keep you on it so consistently that it that shit makes you constipated, bro. Like real talk. Like like that's probably why drug addicts don't eat. It's kind of pointless to eat because you can't shit. Dude, my stomach was, I looked like I was pregnant with quadruplets. You ever seen those dudes, um, like those redneck dudes that have like the, that solid stomach? The like, where the hell did you get that? That's what it was like, bro. Like you could have bounced a quarter off that motherfucker. It was so, like it was, that sucked so bad, dude. And then the whole time you feel like you have to shit, but you can't. So like, it's just gas, bro. So like, and then I drank for like four days straight, like every laxative they had in that fucking place. The magnesium citrate, don't do that. Like, don't ever do that. That's the worst thing ever. It hurts so bad. But Like, listen, I'm sorry, all right? <laughs> but I'm letting you guys know. This is only, like, 40%. I'm leaving all the other boring, gross details out of this whole thing and just trying to make it fun and entertaining for you guys because it wasn't for me. Also, I also found it kind of frustrating that you can do every drug on the planet in there, but you can't do weed up in that bitch. Like, bro. I almost was going to ask them for that fucking fake, like, medical weed or whatever. Like, what the fuck? that Like, that pharmaceutical weed or whatever. I almost asked for that cannabis or something. I know what cannabis is, but there was, like, a there's, like, a pharmaceutical name they have for this, like, fake pharmaceutical weed that they give to, like, cancer patients or whatever. I almost asked for it. But I, I didn't. I was on a lot of other drugs, too. So, like, you know. But yeah, man, back surgery is being a lot of complications, dude. So I've been off work since August 5th was the injury. I'm still off of work now, and I'll probably still be off work for another two or three months. I mean, I just now started physical therapy, dude. Um, I can finally wipe my own ass. Thank you. 
Thank you. Send your cards in the mail. Uh, I, I finally can take a shower. That was great. I spent like three months straight fucking sitting on a chair in a bathroom, like sponge bathing. Sponge baths suck a dick. Yeah, those don't really work that well. And again, for a couple months there, I had to have someone else wash my ass for me because I couldn't fucking do it. I still can't bend over. I still can't drive yet. Um, but I'm slowly getting there, dude. You know, I'm, I'm able to like sit for a couple hours now. I'm able to walk around without that walker finally. Um, I've just been starting my physical therapy. Uh, had a drain in my stomach for a month and a half, draining some fluid out. That came out. Now I can do physical therapy. So I'm like on the road to recovery, dudes. You know, like I know this podcast is not normally a serious thing. And I, I did do my best to try and make it as entertaining as possible for you guys um, to listen to that story. But just giving you like the short breakdown of what happened. Um, it wasn't fun. It sucked in all seriousness. The most depressed I've ever been the loneliest I've ever been. Um, hospitals suck dick. Uh, if you have a friend or family member or whatever, and they're in the hospital long-term, like, man, reach out, like reach out, text, call, go visit them. Like anything dude. because that interaction was like what saved my life in there, man. Like really like just seeing people reach out to me, um, or call me on their way home from work, you know, like just to chat with me and kind of give me some company. Cause they knew I was just laying there like a, like a log, you know, that shit really helped, man. Um, it was a lonely, dark, lonely time. Um, but I will let you know this. I missed the fuck out of comedy. I missed the fuck out of all my comedy friends. I miss doing this podcast. Um, I'm finally able to sit in a chair long enough to sit here and record this and, and not be in a lot of pain. So I'm really happy to be able to do it. I'm happy to be able to give you guys this breakdown of kind of everything that's been going on in the last three, four months. Um, no, I haven't quit comedy. Sorry to disappoint a lot of you. Oh, you should quit comedy. I know. And like, what are you going to do, man? You know what I mean? Not everyone's cup of tea, bro. But I done been there. I done watch people laugh at my stupid jokes. So you can't stop me, bitch. You can't stop me, bitch. Um, I'm just fucking around. I don't care if you don't like me. I, I couldn't give a shit less. I don't care if you don't like my comedy. Also couldn't give a shit less. I don't care about you at all if you don't care about me at all. So there's our new outlook on life, man. We don't get mad at these people. We don't waste our time or energy on these douchebags. We're alive. Your boy can walk. Oh, this is the most important thing, man. I want to let you guys in on this because this was the scariest part of this entire thing, dude. Like real time. I did not get any sleep this night. Scary. Um, so the doctor comes in, dude. And I, this is the fucking day before the day before my second surgery. The first surgery, they went through my back. I had 97 staples. The second surgery, they went through the front and they had to do another incision through my stomach um, to get through the other side of my spine and, and like cage it all in. I had three discs replaced three herniated discs and a fractured spine. So I don't, I never got to that three herniated discs and a fractured spine, all disc replaced a cage built around fracturing the spine fixed, but they had to go through the front to finish it. And the day before the surgery, the doctor comes in, the surgeon, he comes in and he, he's prepping me. He's telling me, know how it's going to go. And then he's like, Hey man, I just gotta let you know one thing though. Um, there's this set of nerves and they sit right above, right by, right in front of your spine where, you know, we're going through your stomach there and we got to move these nerves out of the way in order to get to your spine to fix what we need to fix. And so I'm waiting on this vascular surgeon to come in because he's one of the best surgeons, vascular surgeons uh, in the state. And, you know, I'm going to have him because you're a young guy. And I'm like, is this a, I'm like, so I'm like, you know, is it dangerous to move these, these nerves around? And, and this is why you're telling me this. And he goes, well, 
it is, it is, and it isn't, you know, he goes, um, of course, when you're messing with nerves, there's always a risk, but, uh, you know, I just, I thought I should tell you that in this case, these nerves, if only one is out of place or, or gets damaged, uh, that could cause you to never be able to ejaculate again. Let me repeat that for you. That will make you unable to ejaculate ever again at 38 years old. I said, fuck. And then I said, is that something you could fix later? And he said, it sure is not. If it happens, you will forever, never be able to ejaculate during sexual activity or masturbation. Um, and I said, do, is there an option where if that happens, you just kill me on the fucking operating table? I didn't say that to him, but, but I was freaking out, dude. And that is 100% true. He fucked, seriously told me that if they could move that thing, if they mess it up a little bit, I'm never coming again. Never coming again. I'd rather be paralyzed. Could you imagine? I'm only 38, dude. I still fuck, bro. All right? I still do my thing. <laughs> my poor girlfriend, dude. But seriously, though, dude, like I thought about that and I was like, yo, like I might kill myself. Like that is the only time in my life I've ever been like, hey, that's like we're at 54%. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yes, if uh, no, that did not happen. Okay. But funny story is uh, we're like three or four days after the surgery, right? Like I'm finally coming out of like the most of the pain and I'm like able to kind of think a little more clear now because they're kind of weaning me off the meds. Right. And, uh, one, one night I'm, I'm laying there and they just had taken my blood. So I know I have a couple hours. They come in every couple of hours, the nursing staff and stuff. They take your blood, they give you your medications, they check on you, whatever. Um, and there's cameras in my room because I'm a fall risk, right? Cause I've just had back surgery. So I'm laying in the bed and I'm like, Oh shit. I never checked if my dick works still. So I'm like under the sheets and I'm like, this is going to be weird, bro. Right. Because like I'm recovering from back surgery, but my concern is that can I bust a nut? Sorry, mom. Hope you're not listening to this. Um, and I was able to, <laughs> but I just felt so happy about it, bro. Like I laid back and I was just like, oh, everything's going to be all right. Like, you know, it's like, that was the one, like I, that was, if I couldn't bust a nut, bro, like I still don't even know how I would process that. I don't know. Would have been a real fucking problem. I would have. I would have. Like, I don't even know if I would want to exist anymore in this. Pl- like, you can never fuck again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. You can fuck, but you can't nut ever. You can't come. You can't finish. There's no point in doing it. You get to the finish line and the car breaks down. And the tires fall off and you have to walk. Like, there's. No, you're never gonna get there again. That would have sucked so bad. That would have sucked worse than all the pain I went through with my back. <laughs> that was temporary, bro. Um, anyways, this is all temporary, man. Life isn't real. We didn't land on the moon. The earth is flat. Kanye West hates Jews. Why? What the hell did they do to you, dude? Jesus Christ. Um, I love you guys. I miss you guys. I miss comedy. Um, now again, like I said, now that I can do this, now that I can sit here and do this, I'm coming back. We're solo broloing it up and in here. And I'm glad you guys stuck with me, man. Um, I love you so much. Thank you again 
uh, from the bottom of my heart for all the support. I can't say it enough. I can't say thank you enough. Um, people that came to see me, uh, shout out to Galen Nash, the homie who came from Texas to see me, but also has been keeping me on his podcast regularly to keep me in y'all's ears. Go listen to barely serious. Uh, I think just maybe the last episode or the episode before your, your boy was on there. So go check out barely serious. Uh, he's keeping that podcast live. That's a super fun listen and you can just show me your boy on there. So if you missed me in the last couple months, go, go hit up your boy. Gene Ash at Barely Serious Podcast, and he's got me on there in the last couple months, and you know you can hear some of me uh, if you've been missing me. Otherwise, um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for sticking with me and supporting me, um, and I'll see you guys in like a week or two, man. I don't know, probably like a week. All right, okay, all right. I love you. Be thankful that you can bust a nut, ladies. Be thankful that you can bust a nut. I don't know what you guys do, but be thankful, okay? Be thankful you didn't have surgery that almost cut your nut off, okay? Okay thankful about that, dude. I fucking love you guys. The Solo Brother Podcast. I'm Don Pierno.